You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother, Jonah. And we are so excited to have you hear the latest season of our nostalgia-themed podcast, How Did We Get Weird? Not only do you get to know me and my brother, you get to know the stories that made us the absolutely rad people we are today. Like you, Jonah, who's a music person and also a mental health counselor. And you, Vanessa, who is an actress, comedian, and I think you even wrote a children's book. Wow. I sure did. Check out our episodes where we've welcomed hilarious guests like our friend Andy Samberg. That's it. That's really it. And Queen Casey Wilson. I really went cart before the horse. I said, I think I have an opportunity to interview Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh As a high school student. Plus legendary sisters Amber Ruffin and Lacey Lamar. You would pull the bag out and then we would eat okay. the eat all the leftover the leftover chocolate chips, which was a lot. Then you'd roll the barrel oh, up so to fun. up the hill. And then one of us would get inside the barrel and they'd push you down. And we've also had an amazing guest like Mike the Miz, Jason Isbell, Carrie Brownstein and Corin Tucker of Slater Kinney, and many more. And you do not want to miss out on our funny segments like Change.Dork. <laughs> Change.Dork. And congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Listen to our podcast, How Did We Get Weird, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Beauty Translated Season 3 is coming soon with, what? A second host? I'm Carmen Laurent, and this season, I am joined full-time by world-renowned Janie Danger. Janie, what are we talking about in season three? We're talking about life, Carmen. Beauty Translated is about the many fragmented lives spreading across this rich tapestry of the trans experience. And the all-new Beauty Translated love line at 678-561-2785. Listen to Beauty Translated Season 3 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Shannon Doherty, host of the new podcast, Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty. So in this podcast, I'm going to be talking about marriage, divorce, my family, my career. I'm also going to be talking a lot about cancer, the ups and the downs, everything that I've learned from it. It's going to be a wild ride. So listen to Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Alec Baldwin. This past season on my podcast, Here's the Thing, I spoke with more actors, musicians, policymakers, and so many other fascinating people, like jazz bassist Christian McBride. Jazz is based on improvisation, but there's very much a form to it. You have a conversation based on that melody and those chord changes. So it's kind of like giving someone a topic and say, okay, talk about this. Listen to the new season of Here's the Thing on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Ooh, 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 ooh. 
Nation. How's it going out there? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I don't know when you're listening to this. I appreciate that you are, though. Nikki Glazer Podcast, every Monday through Thursday. Today is Tuesday's episode. I love a Tuesday. You got the rest of the week ahead of you. You got one in the can, you know, um, waking up, feeling good today. Did a little interesting thing. I've been having a really hard time getting out of bed between you and me, Nose. Um, I call you Nose mm. sometimes, and Andrew has a problem with that because... Your name is Noah. Why does he have a problem with I don't have a because problem with Because you're it. Jewish, and to call someone knows that's Jewish. I think that's it. And for me, that is not even on my radar. And so I just want to make yeah. sure that, that that is okay with you. And now, because now when I say it, it stands out to me as like, is she think I'm being... I spell it, I spell it N-O-E-S. That's how I see it in my mind. Oh, I say it like N-O-S. Like, no. Like, I call it like no. And then like, you add an S to it when you love the person even more. Like, some people can call me Nick. And then when they call me Nix, it's like, are we best friends? Like, I love when someone calls me, uh, I love a nickname. Don't you love a nickname? Because it just makes you feel loved. Like, did you ever, did you have a nickname growing up ever? Or like, uh, did you, were there, are there any, when I say that, does anything come to mind of like, oh yeah, I love that when someone uh, called me that? I don't know if I love it all the time. I'll be honest about that, but uh, growing up, my best friend and I, we were, I called her egg and she called me bone. Why bone? First of all, I like bone because I would think it meant like I was skinny. So I'm just going back yeah. to like, oh my That's God, I'm why. so little. Really? Yeah. Bone? Because I, was, I was so bony. Why not bones? I would end a nest to it and make it more sweet. And you called her egg because she looked like an egg. She was smart. Egghead. It was. It was just like a mutation from notes that we wrote to each other. Dude, so uh, if you don't even talk I think to me you about understand. mutations from notes. I mean, <laughs> I went from calling my best friend in, in high school. Her last name's Holly. Laura Holly. Shout out. Um, she like lives off the grid now. I don't even know what she's. She's uh, just a, she's an incredible person. But she was the principal's daughter. It was like I was best friends with Malia Obama. Um, in fifth grade and then I, I didn't even know who her family was and then we went to middle school sixth grade her dad's our freaking principal then we go to high school after eighth grade her dad becomes our principal a uh, tenth grade we only had one year without him then he switches to high school he was our principal the whole time and um, it's wild being best friends with the principal's daughter because there's certain perks you know you get to uh, maybe go into the school on a Saturday and play with those little um you know those little scooters we used to have? The little They're like a square and they have four wheels on them and you sometimes break them out in gym class when your teacher's hungover. Uh, or, you know, it's the same thing as the parachute that you go in a circle and you... These are all like nostalgic 80s kids things, 90s kids things. I was born in 84, if anyone's wondering. Um, so yeah, when we would go and decorate the bulletin boards all because we had the privilege of having her dad be principal and let us in the school so we could work more at school. I, I mean, I really, we were dorks, uh, to be honest with you. And, um, but, oh, we called, so Holly is her na last name. Field hockey comes in high school. She has this like attitude of like, I don't care. Like she didn't wear makeup. She didn't want to do her hair. Her mom is like a very girly girl. And I think she just was rebelling the other way and was like, I don't care about anything like that. So we called her Holla. Then it came into Holla from Holly. So we were like, Holla don't cur. And she was the hockey. She was our field hockey goalie. And she was just like, I don't care. She'd like hit a ball and be like, I don't care. And we'd be like, Holla don't cur. And we used to draw pictures of her. I mean, I feel like we were just, uh, <laughs> we would really bully our friends. I got bullied too. Regardless, we called my friend Holla. 
Holly, Laura Holly, Holla. Then we got lazy and we just started calling her huh. No, hull, H-U-L, and we put an umlaut over the U just to be weird. So when we would write notes about each other, we'd be like, I'm going to his house later. And then it just turned into her because Holla didn't care so much that she didn't even care about pronouncing her name. And so we were just call, call her her. The only nicknames I've had is there was this, they've always been from black people. And dare I say, I've enjoyed my names from my black friends, my nicknames better than, um, it, it feels cooler to me because, um, I don't know that it's just uh, it just feels like oh good like um, there's a camaraderie that, like that I've always like really sought. I grew up in like a white neighborhood, didn't have like black friends like growing up until I went to school. And then when they gave me nicknames, I was like yes, maybe they were cruel. But one guy called me Nickel Pickle Pearl. I thought that was a great name. That was fifth grade. Then um, I got a rap name from a guy in college named. He called me. He goes, "I'll give you your rap name," which I, I know this is like stereotypical like oh a, bl- uh, a black guy was giving out rap names he was doing it i didn't go hey guy over here will you give me a rap name because you're black he was giving people rap names he goes where are you from what's your name i go nikki he goes where are you from uh i said st louis he goes uh what's your last name i said glazer and he goes saint nicka blaze and i go nicka sounds too much like the other thing so i'm not gonna say that but that is a cool name Thank you. And then Sherrod Small, who I've said a bunch of times, says I eat like a runaway rabbit, which is one of the my favorite ways someone's um, made fun of my eating disorder, because there's there's myriad ways to poke fun at the way I eat. And uh, although I struggle with eating issues now uh, in the I I, I don't struggle with eating issues now as much. They're very, very in the background. Uh, You can always DM me to ask me how if you struggle with them as well, overeating or undereating or overexercising or bulimia. Um, But in the past, when I ate like gigantic meals of like vegetables because I was starving all day, um, Sherrod would see my Sherrod Small would come up to me at the cellar and he'd go, Nikki, you eat like a runaway rabbit. And it made me feel so good because it was like, good, we're calling out how ridiculous all my salads are, which everyone wants to make fun of, but no one has a way of doing it. But it also made me feel like a cute little bunny that like, and I am a runaway rabbit. That's why I have an eating disorder. I feel insecure. Like I don't have enough love in my life. I don't have a home. I'm always running from things. It was very, um, it was a very loving, like I felt seen by that. And a, a rabbit is so cute, even though a bucktooth beaver is what I got called by um, another black guy, a half black guy, Ray Poole in fifth grade. He uh, made fun of me and called me a bucktooth beaver. And that one really stung. But that was because I was stealing his pencils and uh, not stealing, but borrowing because I knew he would lend them to me. And then I would just assume he would give them to me. We're off on quite a tangent. Let me finish my nicknames. And then Sherrod Small also calls me Nicole and Nick and Nicks. And I love it. And I like nicknames. And it makes me feel um, just loved. And uh, I never got my dad calls me babe. We all know that. Oh, boy. And um, I don't need that. I might want that in a relationship, but now it's ruined for a relationship. I'm like, great. I I used to love babe. That's what I used to call all my boyfriends. Just dying for them to call it to me back. Um, Recently was called baby. Never liked the idea of being called baby in a relationship. Got called it not too long ago. Loved it. Literally made me cry. The second the person said it to me because 
it was just so loving and I couldn't handle like that much love being like put on me out of nowhere. And I, he had never called me that before. It was, you know, it was like the first time I was just like, and I just burst into tears and it was really embarrassing, but it would just show that like, I just want someone to, um, yeah, to like, I, I just want love. Don't we all just want love? Um, I'm trying to think of other nicknames. I was called grandma Jennifer in high school, uh, by Courtney DeBoard who uh, was making fun of the fact that I had a limp because I had shin splints so bad that I limped when I ran. And so I had a limp, so she called me gran- Grandma and Jennifer because I straightened my hair with an iron and I uh, was like Jennifer Anson. I think I covered that on the pod. Okay, those are all my nicknames. I was a cunt this morning, Noah, to Andrew. Um, sorry to use the C word. I was Oh, a, no. Yeah. What I, happened? I don't know, man. I figured out a thing where I like... So I've been having a really hard time getting out of bed in the morning and not because I'm like depressed. It's just like, I just want to keep sleeping. And it's not because my dreams, I used to be so depressed that I would say my dreams are better than my life. That's not true. The other day I couldn't get out of bed. I set my alarm for eight and I couldn't get out of bed till 10. I kept pressing snooze because I was at a live streaming of a birth. Amy Schumer's assistant was giving birth and they were live streaming it and I needed to stay in case it happened even though it was over 24 hours. So my dreams aren't even interesting. It's like the Mitch Hedberg joke where he's like, dreams suck because you're like, you like, I forget his joke, but he says, had a great joke about it that I wish, um, I wish I didn't even know he had it because it feels like I could find the same joke naturally and then I could be like I get to do it because I didn't know about his joke but the thing is I do know about his joke and he's like dreams suck because some can be wonderful where it's like you could do anything you could be making out with like a supermodel or like your dream person but instead he's building a shelf with his landlord like it's like those kind of he has like some specific thing where you're like the other day I woke up and I go why was I so dead set on staying in the stream so what I started doing which I read on reddit we have a reddit dump later on today um I follow ADHD women on there um, because I have ADHD and I'm medicated for it now. My my ADHD medicines are like save myself from depression and make me want to get out of bed. And like they just are uh, they saved me. And um, but when I get out of bed, I take one and it takes an hour to kick in. Then I read a suggestion that you take them. You wake up, you set your alarm, you you put one on your nightstand, you pop it when you're still asleep, like at eight and then by nine o'clock, you like wake up and you ha- you're already in medicated. So I woke up today and I was like in a good mood. I was like, I'm going to be on time for the podcast for literally the first time ever. Just listeners, I want to let you know I am late for the podcast every single day. And that is not something I'm proud of. It is not okay. Noah, however, knows that um, Noah knows, knows, knows that what if I called you big nose like I'm like you know how it's like a I'm like like a turbidier like oh big like like oh big nicks like but not big but then it's like big no and then it's like you know what maybe you should ease off of that <laughs> so little nose um every day uh, allows me to be late and it's never made me feel bad about it but the second she wants me to be on time I will because I don't like late people but um it's your fault Noah you let me uh, that's what I'm saying. I take no accountability. But no, I'm there's late never every been day. a case where where it's been urgent. And I know that once I tell you, hey, it's kind of urgent for you to be here pronto. I know that you'll fulfill that. Oh, that's really because nice I know of you. you. 
Thanks, girl. Yeah, we do know each other. We've worked together a really long time, and we used to go live on air every single day at 10 a.m. Yeah. Eastern, and I, I think I was late twice in, you know, two years of doing a show, yeah. and it was always like 90 seconds late because the elevator was stuck or I was bothering Nellie in the in the lobby and embarrassed myself. Um what I was going to say was I thought I was going to be in a good mood today. I went and got my coffee. I'm like, I'm going to be on time. I'm listening to my ex-boyfriend's radio show. I'm having a good time, like my morning rituals. And then Andrew comes out of his room and he's drinking one of these Celsius drinks. These like, you know, energy drinks that are like now populating our fridge. And I like those drinks. I get them when I go to Equinox and I want to spend $4 on a tiny can of something. When I just want to waste money, I'm like, let me get a Celsius drink. And because they look cool. They're white cans. They have like watermelon flavors. They're sparkling. They're energy. And I go, what's going on with the Celsius drinks? Because I just know that he was marketed to in some way. Like some, I know that someone drank that that he wants to be. And I know that's mean of me to like try to get an answer that I know I want and then keep going for it when I don't get it because I know the truth and I think I know people better than they know themselves but I just go what's going on with the Celsius drinks like he goes oh I just like I was crashing hard from coffee and tea makes me feel like less of a crash and I was like I actually just read last night that um coffee I read on uh you know decaf reddit subreddit that coffee withdrawals are less severe just anecdotally from one person than tea ones i think i told andrew it was a study so i should probably fess up to the fact that it was an anecdotal story but uh i go yeah well actually tea doesn't even fucking i go that's not even true andrew because tea blah, 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 blah. i was being such a bitch as i'm heating up my fucking huge latte that i'm gonna have four more of like i don't have a problem like i wasn't marketed to by starbucks so then he goes and um Christian Ronaldo or like no Dustin Poirier Dustin Perrier Dustin Poirier is the face of Celsius drinks and I go there it is that's what I was looking for the guy you want to be more than anything you think there's a part of you that thinks that you'll be him if you drink it and uh, uh, back to what I said yesterday this is all projection as soon as I said it I go I go there because I go there it is that's what I was looking for but really I drink, I drink smart water because Jennifer Aniston drinks it. I literally, when I go, well, she used to, but when I used to go to the water, like cooler at a convenience store and get a bottled water, more often than not, I would reach for the smart water, not because of any other reason than I've seen Jennifer Aniston do it. And I know that's the reason. So I was a, a, a brat to Andrew. And then we got into a thing where he was the other day, he was listening to the Avid brothers really loud in my living room and he was clapping along with it, Noah off beat like off in such a way and I see Andrew do it all the time because there's a lot of music being played around here and he he claps along but it's off rhythm the the same reason I didn't start playing guitar until I was 36 is the reason that I yell at Andrew for being off beat when he claps it's because my dad cannot handle any kind of musical deficiency that could be alleviated by practicing so my dad would admonish me harshly for any kind of music faux pas and then I would be shamed into never clapping again never playing guitar again and now I'm doing the same thing to Andrew but I really don't want him to clap anymore but I called him on it immediately and I go Andrew I let it go for two minutes because I go maybe this is a bit and he goes it was a bit and I go for two minutes alone I'm in doing my makeup in my room I go alone you're doing a bit of clapping off and he goes I go try to clap on rhythm and he did 
but he still maintains that he was doing a bit alone by clapping off rhythm. And I said, you remind me of the guy from the brother and there's something about Mary when he wants his baseball. That's how you're clapping. And I don't, I'm not making, I, I'm not making fun of mentally handicapped people that clap along to things and cannot keep a clap going on the beat because they have uh, mental disabilities. But perhaps Andrew has that same one. And that is not a, that's just, I'm just, but at the same time, Noah, he's really good at guitar in a way that frustrates me. Like he can play songs. The thing is, he's more free to fuck up. And when you're free to fuck up, you can be better at things. And that is just uh, the biggest lesson I've learned in life is like when you, that's why I can write a song is because I allowed myself to be bad. And Andrew allows himself to be bad. And I am jealous of that. As we celebrate International Women's Day and all the strides we've made, let's also take a moment to reflect on something important, the future of our self-care. You see, for too long, we've compromised on things that matter most, us, but not anymore. New Conair Girl Bomb is helping us embrace a new era of self-care and self-love. Girl Bomb represents a groundbreaking line of hair removal tools specifically designed for women. From the smoothest shave to the most precise trim, Conair Girl Bomb is all about making you feel empowered, confident, and unapologetically you. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is so important. With Conair Girl Bomb's ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, we're reclaiming our self care journey with precision and power, the kind we used to only get from men's tools. So head to Walgreens today and treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Because when you look good, you feel good. And there's nothing more empowering than that. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Martha Stewart, and we're back with a new season of my podcast, This season will be even more revealing and more personal with more entrepreneurs, more trailblazers, more live events, more Martha, and more questions from you. I'm talking to my cosmetic dermatologist, Dr. Dan Belkin, about the secrets behind my skincare. Walter Isaacson, about the geniuses who change the world. Encore Jane, about creating a billion-dollar startup. Dr. Elisa Pressman about the five basic strategies to help parents raise good humans. Florence Fabricant about the authenticity in the world of food writing. Be sure to tune in to season two of the Martha Stewart podcast. 
Listen and subscribe to the Martha Stewart Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Beauty Translated Season 3 is coming soon with what? A second host? I'm Carmen Laurent, and this season I am joined full-time by world-renowned Janie Danger. Janie, what are we talking about in Season 3? We're talking about life, Carmen. Beauty Translated is about the many fragmented lives spreading across this rich tapestry of the trans experience. Janie, this sounds like an all-new format. Podcasting 2 is finally here. Thoughtful perspectives on current events. Stunning, sexy, bold interviews with an all-star lineup of guests. And the all-new Beauty Translated Love Line, the first ever. Be a part of the Beauty Translated Transcendental Podcasting Experience by calling our helpline at 678-561-2785. For any problem you may have, we will do our best to make it worse. Listen to Beauty Translated Season 3 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Shannon Doherty, host of the new podcast, Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty. You may know me from, let's see, 90210, Charmed, Mallrats, Heathers. Probably also know me from my stage four cancer diagnosis and sharing that journey with so many of you. There's something so authentic about a podcast. It's me connecting, me talking raw in the moment. That's what my goal is to give you to talk about why I feel that cancer to a certain extent is a gift, what my responsibilities are as a person with cancer, because I think that there's something so much bigger than me. And to be honest, I'm still trying to find out what that is. And maybe together we'll find it. It's going to be a wild ride. So I hope that you all tune in. Listen to Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Andrew. Good morning. I was just telling them, um, first of all, how'd you sleep? Slept good. I got a nice message last night from a couple fans about flushable wet wipes. So You dreamed of those? Yeah. You had a sweet dream, <laughs> sweet dreams of those? I dreamed about being able to wet my asshole and go to sleep. I'm so glad. Thank you so much to our fans for uh, falling up there. Um, I was just talking about how I was mean to you in the kitchen about the Celsius drinks and how, and the, the clapping off rhythm and how it's all because my dad used to be mad at me about being bad at music. And so I, I take, I have those same like... Um, you know, I, 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 I do the same things to you and try to shame you. But the truth is, you're actually a pretty talented musician. Although the, the clapping off rhythm for two minutes by yourself when you didn't know I was listening. It, it's hard for me to believe that was a joke you were doing for yourself for two minutes. So that started off very kind and then ended with, again, No, I'm still, I'm still admitting that it's a, uh, <laughs> me yelling at you about it was projection. And I am sorry. And I was in a mood this morning. And the Celsius drinks... You drink those because Dustin Poirier drinks them. And I got to that, even though I knew that was it. Uh, but the truth is, but I drink, I even, drink water because Jennifer Aniston drinks it. So it's all the same shit. But why even try to get this? Because I like, like, I understand these things without you didn't telling know. me them. Because I could have said it like this and you would have been more pissed off. Instead of me going, 
what's going on with the Celsius drinks? Because first well, of all, my first thought. It. That's how you did it. That's how I did it. But I could have gone. And, it, and you say it in, again in a tone that's like very judgmental. And if it was the other way around and I go, well, how many things are you eating? You would fuck it. If I was counting what you do during I didn't the count day, anything that you if, did. You go, what happened with the pistachios? There was pistachios oh, too before that. because there was a that. pistachio dump because I just, <laughs> I didn't understand where, where they were being consumed. I literally was like, are those from your car? That was not me judging anything about your food. I woke up this morning and I, I was making my two bowls of oatmeal. I eat the same thing every day. I'll talk about anything I eat. I've, I was just saying how I'm accountable for my food. However, I'm I opened the trash too. and there is like a pound of pistachio shells and they're in the sink too and I was just like, what, is, what happened? I haven't even seen a pistachio in our house. So it was just <laughs> weird to me. That's where I was like, where did they come from? I was not judging you um, at all about that. I really didn't mean for that to come off that way. It just, I just like, I'm going to do some weird things probably with my diet or like whatever I do, like during the day or how I work out or whatever. And it's like, I just don't want to feel like I'm like being like, a, like, I don't know, like just like, What's why are you doing that? What, well, the what's Celsius up with drink. That? I was just wondering because I wondered if you got a deal on them because I know they're like four bucks a pop. Those things, uh-huh. really? It's like two bucks. So well, I guess but when yeah. I was buying them at fucking Equinox, I just <laughs> know that I just I thought maybe someone gave you a hookup because yeah. they're expensive and I just don't see. I just can't imagine you would pick those out of every drink in the cooler. And then so and I also. Um, no, I also how I could have said it, which would have been pissed you off even more is like, who drinks these that you want to be? No, I actually like I don't you would have liked that more. I, I don't know if I'd like either one. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> How should I ask? it? No, it's just like just be like, oh, or, uh, well, the reasoning is, is that I've been drinking a lot of coffee. Yeah. And before I got on Zoloft, I could not handle coffee because my anxiety would go through the roof when I'd come down from coffee. Yes. Lately, I've been drinking coffee to work out in the morning. I've been very routine about working out. I've been doing a very good job. I feel like doing that. And I've been crashing like crazy after the coffee mm. wears off. So I wanted something that was more of a general like uh, Just a energy. different approach to caffeine. Yeah, a different approach to caffeine, but not eliminating caffeine. But Right. So, you know, whatever. And then my boy Dustin Poirier, <laughs> who I love, who has a great body. And I'll tell you all this. He looks great when he sweats. He beats the shit out of people. He's everything I want to be. Uh, yeah. Drink Celsius. And that came up on my Instagram story. I was like, oh, what's up, what's up with these energy okay. drinks? Okay, that's all and I wanted that's to how know. It all- I-, I just like to explore... Because and, and honestly, I will always admit that I consume things because Instagram ads get me. We were talking about <laughs> it yesterday, in fact, of like girls on Reddit talking about Instagram ads that influence them and don't, and ones that have they've bought and they regret. And I love when I, I've targeted things that are like that because sometimes targeted ads know me better than a guy who gets me gigantic turquoise earrings for my birthday who I've known for two years. <laughs> they weren't that big. They were so big. I actually, can we show the them? funniest we, thing by the way, PS to the besties out there. Remember yesterday when I had the fanny pack of things for my bathroom that I hated and I couldn't find anything that I hated. Yeah. I had the earrings in that fucking fanny pack and I forgot that I put, they were a joke because I don't hate them. Someone did write to me and say that they wanted me to send them because I said I would send them. I want to revoke that and not because I didn't mean it in the moment, but because if Andrew dies or something happens to Andrew, I would be very sad if I gave up those earrings that he gave me and that were like a funny joke in our relationship. So my hoarderism, that is the same reason I can't throw out a pillowcase I stole from an 
ex-boyfriend the same reason I can't throw out a pillow I, uh, that a, a boyfriend's mom gave me the same reason I can't throw away a lot of weird things that I've kept from relationships is the same reason I can't send you those earrings even though I did promise that and I'm sorry and I will buy you another pair of turquoise earrings also real quick people who wrote me about sending them the book I said I'd send up to 10 people a month either the healing back pain or one of the Alan Carr books to quit something if you were really ready to do it and you couldn't afford a book yourself that offer still stands I think I got three people who wrote to me one of which lived in Canada and so I had to find a different bookseller will you all DM me again um, because I lost track of your addresses and that's just me being not not me not wanting to send you a book but this offer goes until July 1st the first 10 people I've already had three that want either healing back pain or one of the Alan Carr books uh, for someone either you or someone in your life who's really ready to quit dealing with pain I will send it to you and no questions asked but uh, also don't live out of the country because it's really hard for me to figure out how to get it to you and I don't know if I will extend this offer but it's just something I wanted to do for the time being for someone who couldn't afford and wants to quit and get their pain under control and uh, and I'm always interested in uh, different things you guys send me that have helped you in your life because you know a girl loves a book that can change your life so Andrew I uh, uh, makeup podcast this isn't going to be all makeup but uh, I'm sorry for <laughs> going hard on you this morning with the Celsius drinks Keep on drinking them. Sorry for bringing up the pistachios. <laughs> it, I just burped in the trash uh, because that's your thing, and I didn't. I didn't mean to make you feel bad about that. And um, we're gonna have a great show. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm all good. You want to apologize for anything? Yeah, I apologize for kidding. you being a, a, <laughs> an idiot. I apologize for you. No, oh, I don't. I just. I. I know you very well, and so when like I. I can literally feel when you're like about to project something. Like before you even project it, mm. I really can, and I know that's. Maybe why don't we start trying to? Why don't you start trying to predict it? And you just go, "What's the sound of a projector screen?" It's like, <laughs> it's like a you know like a projector screen like when they used to roll in those things into class. Oh, with the like, and the, it goes, and they would write on them with the pen. Remember the ones where they they have the clear sheet yes. and they write on with the pen? That would give me ASMR all fucking day. And the room would be dark. I would fall asleep during all of those quadratic formula explanations. I actually paid attention more when that big oh. machine came in. It was so big and oh. the, the light was so bright. To any children listening, you missed out on those. <laughs> and to any like boomers listening, you also missed out. This is just a Gen X, Gen... Uh, I mean, how great does it feel to even just write with a marker and erase it? Mm. I mean, it's I just, like chalk. Oh. Chalk is my favorite. I love the smell of a marker. Oh, my God. I know. Noah has a little dry erase board where she tells us, like, one minute or bring Andrew in or Nikki, shut the fuck up or Nikki, <laughs> like, apologize time. Yesterday um, was what? Sat? No. Uh, accomplishment and sad because we had to bring <laughs> it up. <laughs> so that's what Noah wrote oh, on the yeah, board. Yeah, she wrote, a, like, Nikki's accomplishments and why she's sad. Um, <laughs> I have so much to talk about, as always. Uh, Andrew, anything that you want to say before we get started? Because I didn't really let you talk, uh, which I know, I'm sure it's, people under, know that's my <laughs> MO. I, I, could, I, I have such paranoia that you and Noah both get notes about me all the time being like, hey, I just want to let you know that like, I love you, but like Nikki is awful. And then like you guys both like harbor these from me and like don't share them or you'll, you'll share them to each other and go like, how do we get Nikki to like stop doing this without like this person writing her? Because I know sometimes people write me really mean things about myself or like, a, or write, or, or they write me to be like, 
the way you talked to Andrew or whatever was like really mean. And that's what's caused me to like look at myself. So I'm grateful for people calling me out. But I also know at the same time they're writing Andrew being like, we don't like the way Nikki talks to you. And then Andrew knows that he has support, which is good. But he also knows, I also know that they've written him like, we're both aware of the same thing that someone called us out for. And now we have to talk to each other about it. Like sometimes listeners can instigate things, which need to be brought up. But at the same time, there's like a comment sometime on something and we both have seen it, but we both don't, haven't talked about it yet. And we're like, Oh God, now we got to address that comment of that person. That's oh, bringing yeah. up I mean, shit. someone will project whatever, however they feel like you're talking to me or whatever they think it's a bigger deal than it is. And then it will, or they'll dead, try to influence spot on. or they could be spot on, but I'm just saying like, I don't, uh, I try not to let that influence me on how I see you or if, because they don't see us during the day. They don't know how. Yeah, they don't see how bad it gets. Yeah, they don't see, <laughs> they don't the, see the bruises. They don't see the bruises underneath my, <laughs> that you I'm hit. Just, I'm just trying to, I want to hit you right on the Jaguar on your arm so mm-hmm. that it turns into, so that it covers up your tattoo. Actually, I love the Jaguar tattoo. I love both your tattoos. But the other day when we were meeting our new friends, you know, the osteopa- uh, osteoporosis, the osteoporosis, uh, the Pat, orthopedic surgeon Pat and, Marissa, and the nurse, yeah. who didn't want to hang, come over for bachelor last night, but she had plans already, but they're coming over next week. Hopefully she wrote me a comment behind your back when, uh, <laughs> when you were showing him your arm and talking about like some, like something going on with your arm. I was like, how does like a doctor not laugh sometimes at like bad tattoos? Because there was a Jaguar that said puddles underneath it, staring at this man in the face as a 41 year old man complained of his joint mobility. And it's just like, that's funny to me. Is that like, did he ask you about the Jaguar at uh, any point you think like before? Uh, no, he never mentioned the Jaguar. Do you ever feel people. weird? Like, Oh, I hate that. I have to point out this part of my arm when I'm trying to get real advice. I mean, now I do jackpot on N- it. Now I do. <laughs> I, mean, I would feel so silly. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah, they're kind of silly. They're kind of funny. They look kind of good. No, they're... And they're just part of me. Honestly, I... I don't even give a I shit. I love your tattoos, and I love that you're... But I get what you're saying. There's something about a 41-year-old man. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, my arms are killing me. And while I'm trying to look like a 22-year-old, like, fuckboy. So it's like, oh, my God. I wouldn't say those look like fuckboy. It says puddles, and then it's a jaguar. But the jaguar is fuckboy. But it looks like the... But the say puddles is like a very feminine thing. It's like feminine and masculine, but I think that's a feminine. A jaguar is like that's a. I look at that as like a, a strong female jaguar. I'll take it. I got the nipples for it. <laughs> All right, let's get to the news. The news. The Apparently, nip- you get to the. You have the nipples for it in terms of like because they're like they're puffy. Like they're puffy, so nipples. they're like when when you know dogs when they're like about to give birth, they stick their nipples stick out. Because yeah, I look like Luigi an old. I look like an old pit bull that's like white but also pink. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? The ones yes. that have like a chain fucking leash and you don't want to go anywhere near them because their owners look exactly like them and also Aww. have eight nipples somehow. Oh my God. Ugh. Poor puppies. Yeah, but I love them. I know. Look no, at that that's guy's... what you got to do with pit bulls. If anytime you make fun of pit bulls, you got to be like, but, I, but there oh, are yeah, some really good pit bulls You don't out want there. the pit bull brigade to get on your case <laughs> no, it's and a go, strong one. I don't like the way Nikki talks to you. Also, pit bulls do not kill toddlers. Anytime like a Jack Russell bites someone, they go, oh, I thought pit bulls were bad. It's like it has nothing. It's just about the owner. (laughs) (laughs) It's all the owner. Whenever (laughs) Luigi is being weird, I never get mad at him. I literally I get mad at him. Sometimes I get frustrated, but it's with myself because I know that everything you do 
it's your dog. Your dog is you. your dog, yes. If you yeah. were chill, your dog would be chill. Yeah, if you chain your dog up and have him fight in cage matches, he's probably not going to be that chill. Luigi and I, by the way, were really good right now. And it didn't. It took that night of me writing a song about him to really connect. Oh, really? I'm not joking he wrote you. Me. He, wrote, he also wrote he me. He DM'd you? Yeah, he DM'd me. Fuck. He's what did like, he say? Uh, he said the bridge was... What n- would he, he said nothing made him what sadder. What would Luigi's than- voice be? Hello, Andrew. Oh, yeah, because he's a little chihuahua, so it's a little bit of a, a Mexican. It's Mexican, but also Italian. He's like, hello, meet me by the steps. And I was like, what steps? He's like, the Italian steps where my Vespa is. Oh, yeah, you always say that Luigi looks like he should be riding a Vespa, which he, always makes me feel sweet. <laughs> he should be wearing an open shirt, an open white button down with five buttons down. And He's, he's not that confident. I know. I'm projecting. I, I, I know. The That's the thing. I think he is. You got to give it to him. Okay. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. You just startled Luigi with that. <laughs> He's in my lap, by the way, everyone. Oh, man. I hope you're having all the swells out there, having a great time. I know Tuesdays could be rough, but you know what's worse than a Tuesday? Getting kicked in the dick. Okay. All right, boy. You're going to like this one. The TikTok bee lady that you know you were talking about the other day faces backlash yeah, the from the beekeeping community. Who talks like this when she rescues bees. Yeah. If anyone wants to be very soothed, you just turn on the TikTok bee lady and she talks like this as she handles bees gently and doesn't get stung. She probably gets stung one or two times, but usually when bees are trying to find a new habitat, they are not in a, uh, a, like a stress situation and are very docile and you can and easily use your hand to wave them to the next place you put them if you find the queen. That's how she talks. I love her. Oh my god, I was I was in a trance. Dude, get on this beast this TikTok I feel like lady. We're just spin. talking like Noah when we do that. I know Noah does. <laughs> Noah Noah's talks, a little bee lady. Noah has great <laughs> ASMR capabilities if she ever wanted Noah, to. Noah, talk use about them. bees real quick. Yeah. Will you just soothely like slowly talk <laughs> I about can't. bees? Will you I just can't tell because us? I'm laughing. Will you tell us about okay. the bee lady in your most soothing voice? Close your eyes, too. It feels good. <laughs> bees are natural pollinators, and we need to have community gardens that support the bees. Oh, my God. And Noah, that's a really lady, good impression. The bee lady, I love her more than ever after I read this story that's Noah, in Andrew's headlines. You were so cute this morning. Noah sent us uh, the bee headline, and she was like, I love a woman that stands up for herself because this bee bitch did not <laughs> appreciate all these beef." fucking heads are so jealous are so jealous because they're saying she's doing this wrong she's doing this wrong it's like does everyone who does a job do it perfectly you idiot everyone sometimes makes a little mistake maybe her pinky finger kicked a bee off and like you know like there's always something that you can poke fun and say that someone's doing it wrong but they're all fucking dudes that are just very threatened by this bee woman what did no, she it's say a lady a lady another yeah, the, lady Actually, there was a woman but, but who yes, took but down yes, her well, I bet are. a man was telling that woman to type. Well, this is the thing. These things. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. people, they, you know, they look like fencers. Like, they, they're, they're mm. covered with, they're, they're not allowed yeah. to show their face. You're right. So it's like if, like, a quarterback played with, like, his helmet off and showed his good hair. It's like, fuck you. You can't also be a beekeeper and show how hot you are. Like, they were a little. Oh, they're mad that she's hot. Well, she she tends to fix the bees when and she, she has wears, a very they sexual talk about voice what she, exactly. to some people. And but that, that's not popular. her choice. Yeah, and she's extremely popular. But the thing is, she's just raising awareness that don't call an exterminator when you have a bee situation. Buck up. 
Also, shout out to the person who DM'd me and said, thank you so much for calling people who are scared of bees attention seekers, because I would say a lot of them are. And this person goes, you're so right. And I felt so validated because I thought I was going to get a lot of hate from people being like, I'm scared of bees. And it's not because my mom didn't love me enough. And I'm like, I think it was. Yeah, well, that, you know, I mean, look, I think that they so there's different kind of bees. Mm. So they're like scared that other people are going to go and be like, oh, I could just handle a beehive. Yeah, and the well, next thing you know, stupid. a nine year old. Like, yes, I, see a guy I agree. A I'm not I'm not saying that it's right. I'm just no, saying no, no, like, I know you're right. The, yeah. Yeah. Like just I have. Yeah. I just wanted to say that, like, I love her conviction in. And, and her belief in what she does because she didn't apologize to all these bee critics. Yes. She stood up for herself and she's like, I know what I'm doing. And it, like, if you guys are upset that like a man is not doing it, like I just loved her response to all the, the criticism. I was like, yes, they, I love a woman who stands up for herself. I do too. They say that she wears like the beehive outfit and that she, she doctors the videos to make it no, look like she doesn't, doesn't wear it. No, I'm saying this is what she, they said. She's in this plain what the, clothes. This is what they said, though. We're I'm just saying, being defensive of you yeah. being the news get yeah, giver. Yeah. We don't think <laughs> this is Sorry. your. I'm just <laughs> like, but I'm. I don't Andrew's even get done one. with the sentence, and everyone's like, "Fuck you, man." Yeah, <laughs> it's you like know, no, I'm, dude. I'm really giddy about this. I'm sorry. I'm like very you know hyper. What I like this is rarely happens where someone tries to get someone tries to get. Uh, someone is almost canceled you know and this isn't about her going to a plantation themed party back in college or something people are saying that she's doing harmful things to the bees and to the bee community and all this stuff and it's just totally off basis from people who are jealous of how much she's getting attention for it i the only know what you're saying of like not backing down and standing up the only when people get canceled for shit of, of like racist stuff they did in the past or you know who was uh ellie kemper st louis headline ellie kemper yeah. uh, unbreakable kimmy schmidt also um uh what's her aaron on uh the office she was almost canceled the other day because she won um this vp uh, it's kind of like a debutante ball in St. Louis that a bunch of white, rich, um, private school. St. Louis is very segregated. Like I was saying before, I grew up not knowing any black people because I, but I went to public school. So I got to know black kids from that because they were literally, we had a program where they bust kids from the city into our school. Thank God. Cause I would have grown up with knowing no black kids, not because I didn't want to, but because I St. Louis is fucking segregated as shit and no one wants to talk about it. So they used to have this VP fair, which is veiled profit. They used to have the VP fair, which is the fair, now fair St. Louis, the biggest fair in St. Louis was started by like these fucking Confederate, like veiled profit, like KKK. It has like all, it's all yeah. based on like white men and like a uh, white, white, uh, supremacy like but the, this girl that was in this pageant didn't fucking know that the girls that are in the pageant maybe some of them know that but at this point VP has been changed over Be years ago they changed it to Fair St. Louis because they wanted to um, disassociate from the racist uh, start of it like how it got started was based on all like racism and segregation and you know yeah. the South will rise bullshit and so now they've gotten away from it they rebranded but there are still people like Ellie Kemper who is my age when she was in high school, won the VP debutante ball, which means you're the most popular, accomplished private school girl there is. Didn't mean that she was racist, and 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 she's trying. They're trying to cancel her for it, and I think she made a statement about like not knowing what it was. And and let's be honest, that doesn't mean you shouldn't now educate yourself and say I don't want anything to do with that kind of stuff. And like and 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 ch and change and and do good to erase the fact that something that you being a part of that might have hurt. Uh, people of color 
or people who love people of color now take accountability but for her to go i need to be for us to cancel her for that seems insane to me but that's just the way i am thinking about it please enlighten me if you think differently but trader joe's did the best example of this and sam harris kind of enlightened me to this and he is very controversial uh thoughts based upon all cancel culture and i don't really know exactly where i stand because i'm terrified of being canceled but i will say that i remember hearing that trader joe's got a lot of shit because they had a um they have like a mexican food brand of theirs called like trader jose's and like because it's like mexican food so it's called trader jose's and then there's another one that's maybe like um it was like an asian take on the name joe i don't even know what it was and and people go let's cancel trader joe's you know these uh because that is racist and trader joe's goes no we're gonna still make them because we know that we're not being racist when we're doing this and um so no and we're not gonna give you we're not gonna change just because you want us to um because that would be just doing it because we got bullied into it we know we're not evil because of what we're because of this and uh, we've done our research and it really doesn't offend any. It's offending the white people who are, ta- who are, are you know. Trying to cancel. Yeah, yeah, and so like no one does that though. So when I, I'm prepared for when they come after me and they can't try to cancel me for something I said in the past, which I'm sure I said something fucking stupid in the past or on this very same podcast <laughs> where I said I liked when black people give me nicknames because it feels good because I grew up not being around black people and I wanted to be accepted by them yeah. and be friends with them. And I felt like I uh, somehow wasn't accepted. And so when black people give me nicknames, it means more to me than white people give me nicknames. If you want to cancel me for that, I will I will hear you out. But um, I just like being though. like to like, not giving in. Well, the people that go like the beekeeper, for example, the negative people, the ones that are like, she's dangerous, like this emotion. And then we give them a platform. Well, everyone has a platform mm-hmm. now. But then you give them a platform and you give it oxygen to breathe and make it real as opposed to being like, no, fuck you. Let's not. Well, you know, I mean, it's clickbait. I mean, I'll we're say, talking about it right now. We're talking about things. these people. But the problem is, is like the the beekeeper, like it's just like, I don't know. I just feel like you can't give weight to when people are being negative, especially big like fucking publications and big in, like social media it's, sites. It's so that, hard to ignore, though, because the second you put out a statement going, I want if I put out a statement that goes, I want to address a stand up set I did in 2009 oh, yeah. that well, recently resurfaced. Yeah, that's, because what I'm doing now is taking the stand up set that only three people have seen that maybe it will, you know, and I'm talking about something. I, I don't even know. This isn't even a thing that exists. It's like my <laughs> deepest fear that something comes out that I'm like, uh, you know, that I am horrified by because I said things back in the day. I said something this morning to Andrew that I'm horrified by. You think I didn't say things I'm horrified by 10 years ago on yeah. stage? Of course I did. So my thing is like when you address it, it alerts everyone to it and you think you're getting ahead of it by being like, I'm accountable, but instead it just lets everyone know that you did it. And instead it's just like, it's a case by case basis because some things do need to be apologized for and accounted for. But I know that when I see criticism of me that can teeter on cancel stuff, which has happened before, um, when I've ignored it, it goes away. If I were to retweet it and go, I just want to explain this, it would only let everyone know. Oh. It's just like when I pretended, when I made a fake post that I was in a Super Bowl ad, right? I'm not in a Super Bowl ad. I was making a joke off of everyone bragging about being Super Bowl ads. And I posted a story on my Instagram story that said, I can't wait for my Super Bowl ad. It was a picture that I thought clearly no one would think this is really a Super Bowl ad. 
Cut to the next day, my dad goes, you're in a Super Bowl ad? Everyone, and then people, people believed it. I guarantee you there's a thousand people out there who saw my story that think I was in a Super Bowl ad. They never saw the Super Bowl ad, but that doesn't mean that they don't think it's still out there. They just think yeah. they got went to go get a drink when it aired. And so when you give attention to things, fake or real, it gives them life. Well, look, I love that the beekeeper, she goes against the grain. She doesn't wear the mask. She does what the fuck she wants to do. She, what would be terrible is if to her next video, she's like in a full beekeeper outfit and she's like, here you go, masses. I'm going to be. She just says her pussy out. Yeah. Everything else is covered because <laughs> that'd be so funny. Just, a t- just tits and puss, but everything else is covered. Wait, next story real quick. If you, just so you know, if you see a bee that's dying on the sidewalk, we all know that bee hives are collapsing, right? And that's like the sign of the end of the times. Especially native bees, apparently. That's like different than oh. honey bees. That was well, like Well, I would like them too. to change that name because native bees. Trader Joe bees? Yes, I would prefer that. <laughs> um, if you see a bee on the sidewalk that's struggling and about to die, what do you do? Very quick. Do you guys know either way? Like how to, if a bee is like uh, on exhaust, like exhausted and like lands and you were like, oh my God, this bee's about to die. Do you know how to save it? Mouth to mouth? Um, yes. Moving on. No, no, no. You, uh, <laughs> you get a, a spoonful of water and sugar and just like half sugar, half water. And then you just feed it to it. Just get that bee some sugar uh, as quick as possible. And you can save a whole, you can really create a lot of change if you so see a struggling bee. are like diabetic a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. And they're just having like a, you know, a crash. Maybe they need to switch to Celsius. Next story. Dustin Borea. Borea. Perrier. Perrier. <laughs> I can't wait till you start drinking Perrier because you're like, it sounds like his name. The U.S. Coast Guard rescued three adults and two dogs on a giant inflatable pink flamingo oh who God. was swept away on a river in Alaska. Whoa. Oh, my God. Look at that. It does look... There's a picture of it. It looks like there is... So it's out to like a uh, sea almost. It's on like a lake. I guess it's on the sea. So there's two dogs and two guys on this giant pink flamingo. Oh, that is hilarious. I mean, if you're going to die, this is the way to go out, I feel oh like. Oh, my God. I was just reading about the story. So they were rescued, right, Noah? Well, they saved the flamingo and then they let the people drown. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. I actually, no, a helicopter. Like they did a full on like the U.S. Heli- Coast Guard had to bring a helicopter <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and rescue. I don't know why they didn't just use adults. a boat. I feel like these Coast Guards they get dogs. bored. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah, we gotta save the flamingo rock and roll. Gotta get them. And it's like it's they're like fine. When you go to they're the just on the flamingo, and like, they want you to take an MRI and a CAT scan because they're like, we gotta pay for this equipment. So uh, <laughs> let's just give this person with a you know a hangnail uh, an MRI. Um, that's that's insane. It reminds me. I was reading about um, on Reddit the people that inspired the movie Open Water, which is like I have never even seen that movie because it's my biggest fear. Two people were scuba diving, a couple. Mm-hmm. They were in Bali, and then they stopped over in New Zealand. They went on a scuba expedition, and or and uh, they were left behind. And it changed in 1998, uh, this couple. And they it changed every all like the procedure did they die? Did they? yeah yeah so oh they the, it's it's so crazy so the movie open water is a is a, one of those movies where it's just as almost a single camera on this couple the whole time as they face that they've been stranded in the middle of the ocean and are going to die and what do they do and in their last moments i've never watched it because it's too horrific but it was based on a true story with these this couple that um that that happened to and the real sad part is is like they didn't realize the couple was missing for two days because they went back and cleaned the boat and they found their like bags and they were like found their passports and they were like uh what 
and this couple imagine that conversation like uh hey like to the boss be like all right so i kind of fucked up i saw the guy that (laughs) oh my god the guy that that was doing the headcounts that took them out was charged with manslaughter um and he got off and the families of he got off yeah he like because it was unintentional he didn't mean to and the regulations just weren't there the the procedures weren't there to make sure this doesn't happen they are there now so you don't have to be scared of this happening as much i mean it's always a chance but they found a, a board, a diving board, much like the one you're using, Noah, to say, wrap it up, bitch, uh, that they wrote on it. And they said um, the date and it was the day that they went missing. And it said, uh, please send help where we don't want to die. Like, it's so sad. And they found it washed up on the shore and they, they found the woman's sweatsuit or uh, wetsuit, sweatsuit, wetsuit. And um, they determined that the the uh, the guy was probably, uh, oh, I guess in the movie, the guy is eaten by sharks as she's watching because they're just like giving up and they're being swarmed by sharks and then in the end the girl is the last scene i've never seen the movie spoiler alert but the last scene is the girl realizing her fiance uh is or you know young bra- young husband uh is being eaten by sharks he dies and then she doesn't want to die by sharks so she has that decision to make of like what do i do do i wait for the sharks to get me or do i drown myself oh. and you just see her go down and like drown herself which is like always i know this is really grim but it always makes no. me think of september 11th and the people that jumped and how um, you when choose. you're faced with two decisions like that and like how awful burning must be to choose the other thing and um, moving on to the next story. Wait, Jeez. hold on a second. Wait, 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 wait. We were on a text thread talking about Alaska. So when I was looking at this story, I remembered Andrew saying something about getting stuck on a glacier. Oh. And if I don't hear that story, I don't know what's going to happen. Wait, you went stuck on a glacier? No. When So I, I, I did a helicopter <laughs> ride with my dad and my older brother. We went to Alaska. We did a cruise in Alaska. We left from Vancouver. To, and we went to Juneau, we went to Anchorage, and we went, we flew a heli- literally a helicopter and landed on a glacier. And it's 70 degrees out, and you're standing on this giant piece of ice, it's completely quiet, but the sun's out. Like, it's just, it's a really weird, yeah. it's like having a bad arm with a shitty, you know, young tattoo. tattoo. <laughs> and, and so I'm out there, and I'm on the helicopter, and we get on, on, on the glacier, and I didn't know this, but there's holes in glaciers that go, like, a thousand feet. Like if you stepped oh. into them, there's no reason why a kid should even, <laughs> It still gives me goosebumps to oh this day God, because oh me and my brother, we were from Florida. We never found snow or never played with snow. There was a little bit of snow on the glacier. So we're throwing snow at each other and like, running around and running around with these holes in the why fucking Why did glacier. so no one tell you about the holes? So, well, now there's a procedure in place. No, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there should be. <laughs> Is there? <laughs> there should no. Yes, there should be caution tape and with like um like a fence around these yes. things. Yeah, it's wild you that sh- they. So you just narrowly escaped falling in one of them just by happening. No, so I fucking was throwing the snow and I stepped back and my leg went through the glacier because I went and I stepped on a place that was too the ice was too thin. But if both my legs went in, I would have been. I don't think I obviously I didn't fall in the hole because I would be dead. But I, I stepped on a thin piece of ice that if I was paying attention, I wouldn't have done. So I step in and I catch you know how unflexible I am. But I caught myself like a cat and I pulled myself up. But I was in the water like past oh my, my ice water past my hip. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was fucking wild. And then I, my dad, I remember my dad being like, God, like, like, like kind of oh, like angry dear. at me. And uh, and my jeans, I was freezing obviously but like 
I sometimes think about moments like that. Like I could have easily fell through the hole. I could have. Like, how Just did I, ca- I caught death. myself? Yeah, near death kind of experiences that. Like, have you ever had like a? What was the most? You I were- said it the other day on the podcast. I think. Um, no, I talked about it yesterday on a podcast, but I uh, or the other day. I got by the way, by Alaska's car. incredible. Uh, I recommend going there. Like the husk, there's. We met the Iditarod Huskies, you know, the ones that mm-hmm. run the race. And the biggest Husky ever, I met a 185-pound Husky. It it's like you, you're awesome. talking like a kid who met the Globetrotters. You go, you know there's not just one pack of Huskies, right? You're like, no, it's one I pack. met the it's one pack. <laughs> it's like, mm. They're dead now. You know but. there's like a lot. Uh, okay, why do I care? What's oh, our celebrity man. news today? Jason Sudeikis. Wait, let's, why do I care? Oh, yeah. Oh, I care about Jason Sudeikis. Okay. I heard he's heartbroken. Is this the sub? Is this the? Is this what I'm about to hear? No. Oh. Yes, of course. <laughs> Damn it, I know. The He's heartbroken, thing is, massively upset over ex-fiance being with Olivia. I Rock. love that I never know what the "Why Do I Care" story is going to be. Yet I always have already read it because I don't. I read this shit all the time, and I saw this headline that Jason Zakis is so heartbroken over um, Harry Styles yes. and Olivia, who were got together apparently a month before they were yeah, officially separated. I've heard that speculation on the gossip blogs, and you know it's all anecdotal, and it's none of it is you know I don't think confirmed. But listen, when a relationship is failing, whether it be a marriage or not, this is why I care about the story. Um, it's nice to see a man um, being sad. I like hearing that someone's devastated and can be in their feelings if it is true. Um, and I think that, I want to be gentle about this. I don't think infidelity is good. I think it leads to a lot of pain. Um, however, I once had a therapist who uh, told me that sometimes to get out of a relationship, you need the prospect of another. And if you're listening right now and you're like, Nikki, that's bullshit. How could you say that? It's never okay to cheat or flirt. Then you've never been in a situation where you feel like if I leave this guy or if I leave this woman, I'll never find someone else because they've convinced me I'll never find someone else because I'm in an abusive relationship. And so the prospect of something can actually help you remove yourself from a situation. But what if it's not abusive? That's another case <laughs> where you need to look at why you can't be honest with the person yeah. that you're dating and tell them that your feelings have changed and that you have a crush on someone. My favorite story of this is my friend who was uh, married isn't any longer because her husband cheated on her and uh, wasn't honest about it. But years prior to that, she was working with a guy who she developed a crush on. She couldn't help it. You know, well, it happens. What happened you can't with Harry Styles and Olivia? They're together. 25 hours a day I'm for six you, months. If I ever in the dated same trailer. a director, actor, yeah. anyone that's gone for a long time on, it's on location, bye-bye. Harry Listen, Styles, you can not, I wouldn't not trust, die forever. Just if you develop a crush, my, yeah. let me know. I wouldn't we'll let her go to the it. concert. I wouldn't let my girlfriend even, <laughs> I wouldn't let her sit in nosebleeds with hot Harry. Now you're going to let them be in a trailer together for six months? I know. And, and she's the director, so she looks oh. badass. And he's like a guy who... Oh, no one's no, talking about that. No the one, power dynamic. Well, uh, yeah, no one is talking about that, but <laughs> they, they need not. I'm just saying that no, Harry is someone that wears dresses and is yeah. very comfortable not being... Like, is very comfortable with women being 
in power and not intimidated by that. So yeah, it seemed to me like a, like a thing that was, could have happened and could have maybe we foresee it. However, I just want to say, I, I, I really re- shout out to anyone who has been cheated on and that's, does, it's not okay. I really wish everyone could be honest, but my friend, before I get to Reddit, oh, yeah. dump, this is what happened. This is what I think we can't deny that our feelings, you can't help your feelings. If you develop a crush on someone that you work with or that you encounter on a day-to-day basis and you're in a committed relationship, hopefully you can be honest with the person you're dating. Like my friend did. This is years before her husband cheated on her. She went to her husband and she goes, babe, I have to talk to you. I have a crush on Antonio or whoever it was. And he goes, yeah, right. Because the guy was just kind of ridiculous and he goes, and he, and she goes, I'm serious. I don't know what it is. Like I feel an attraction. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm mad at myself for doing it, but it's happening. And I just want you to know, and I want to get ahead of it. And I want to talk to you about it. He laughed it off. Like this is a joke. And she goes, I'm not kidding you. It's, it's, it's a real thing that's happening. I'm going to keep seeing him and I need to address it. So she said, what I need is for us all to go to dinner together and meet together so that we can like join together and it can be you and me against yeah. him and knowing that like you and I now I, he doesn't know I have a crush on him I didn't let him know and it's it's him and I against you it's me letting you know I have a crush on this guy and now let's go to dinner with him and now let's make fun of the fact that I am liking this guy because I don't want to like this guy let's work together to get me in a place where this is like we laugh about this yeah. but at least I get to be honest with my husband and tell him how I'm feeling even if he laughs at me about this and guess what as soon as she went to dinner with her husband and they both were like, you like this guy? Like it suddenly broke apart and she never felt it again, even though she worked with him because she got to be honest because when you keep feelings inside and you, I've, I've had guys have crushes on me who have girlfriends or who have wives. I've seen it. I know it. And I would, I, I have, and I've, I've had situations where they lie to their girlfriends or wives about their, mm-hmm. their flirtations with me. It has never felt good. I have never encouraged that. I have always wanted them to go be honest with that person because it, I don't want to be with so I don't want to be with someone if I like this person. I don't want to be with someone who's going to lie to me when it happens. And I don't believe once a cheater, always a cheater. I think it's a case by case scenario. But you know, you sh- hopefully you can be with someone who you can be honest with a crush about. What All do you I think? know is if my girlfriend brought me to dinner with Harry Styles. Your boy Game would be over. blowing Harry Styles. I would be blowing. What him. would you think, though? <laughs> no, I would be very, like all jokes no, aside. What would you think? All jokes aside, it'd be very hard for me to hear that and to be like, "Look, thank can you I for- do a role play?" I know, but I'm telling you how I feel. Let me just see. Okay, but would you want to break up with her that she admitted that she has feelings for someone else, or would you maybe take that as a sign that your her needs aren't getting met in a way that maybe I think you that need guy probably up? tried to deal with it with humor because the the honesty is too much for him, and that's how he had to laugh it off. But okay, but I don't still, think I, I would th- you rather not know. Hmm. Because I'm telling you, when you don't tell, that's when it starts to brew into something more than a crush. I know. It'd be hard. So, I don't know. It'd be hard. I, 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 I think that... I'm just uh, saying, ideally, that's the relationship I would want. And it would be hard to hear that my boyfriend or husband had a crush on a girl at work that maybe is younger and cuter than me or like my biggest fear or Harry Styles, you know? Yeah. But I would want to so know. So let's role play. Okay. All right. I'm so your you, girlfriend? Yeah. Okay, Andrew... Um, I want to talk to you about something really uh, difficult. We have no time for Reddit dump, but I'm going to get breeze through it because I want to do this role play. But Reddit dump is coming up. Okay, Andrew, I want to talk to you about something. I know we just started seeing each other and just recently became like, quote unquote, official or, you know, but I have been taking this spinning class and my spin instructor, I 
I've just, I have a crush. I have to admit, I have a crush. Like the same way I felt about you early on, I feel about this guy and then nothing has happened. He has no idea. I don't even know that if he, he likes me. I, I'm guessing he does because I'm a smoke show, as you know. But I just want to let you know, like I have a crush on him and I don't know what to do about it and I don't want to. So I what just is it to about be, him that you like more than me? It's not about more than you. Yeah. It, because obviously I would be with him if I liked him more than you because I'm a girl that goes after what she wants. I'm just telling you that I need to get it out or it might turn into something more. But the reason he makes me feel, I just, he, um, there's just a certain, you know, sometimes like he looks he at me and my do? vagina vibrates. Do you, well, that could be the bike, but do you, do mm, you, do you like being told what to do by this guy? Like, what is, like, do you think no. outside of the spin class, like if you really got to know him, I just that think you would care I'm about him? I'm attracted to him. You know, the way that I'm, assume you're attracted to other mm. women. I'm attracted to him and he gives me attention and it feels good. And I, um, have been having sex dreams about him and I don't know what to do about it. And I don't want to be with this guy. I mean, he's a spin instructor and, um, I think he's married, but I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> And I don't want it to turn into anything more. Do you think I should stop going to the class? I mean, are you going to break up with me now? I don't love it. I'm not going. I'm not going to lie to you. Also, um, you know, these classes are very expensive. I feel like you're paying forty dollars to cheat on me in a way in your mind, which mm-hmm. hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I could give to you what this guy is apparently giving to you. I guess I'm not fulfilling something for you. And maybe we could dress up. Maybe I could get a Peloton. And we, you could get in bed and I could get on the bike and tell you what to do. Will you just come to the class with me and then we can just like mock this guy together and then I'll never be able to see him sexually because you'll just destroy him? No, the problem is I think he's probably a better bike rider than me and you're going to see me struggling. They and do have Celsius for sale in the lobby for $4 for four cans. Okay, I'll be there tomorrow. All right, let's get to Reddit <laughs> dump. I felt like that was pretty real. No, that actually. was really good. That was really good. And I, I like felt uh, too vulnerable almost. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Reddit dump. This is what we do every Tuesday where I take you through my saved Reddits. We're going to breeze through those really quick. Um, I mentioned a couple things earlier this week that we might not get to, but I promise that I will update you girls about the things that people have recommended that they get advertised on Instagram and the things that you shouldn't buy. One of those is the poor sucking thing. And, um, and I will, sh- uh, if I get to it on my Reddit dump, I'll share it with you. All right. So this one is, um, this was just a tweet that I uh, that I loved from. This is from White People Twitter. This is the subreddit White People Twitter, and this is from uh, a bitchy fucks in fucking bitch thirty four. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. So, but this is a uh, <laughs> that's the, the Reddit user. The tweet is. White people Twitter is just funny tweets from white people. It doesn't have anything to do with being white. Um, this is at Cub Mouth um, is the tweet. It says how I become a homeowner in my twenties. All right. Uh, cut back on sushi. I only eat it six days a week. Uh, and then the second one is my father, the inventor of blood wired me $7 million. <laughs> and I just love that because you know, millennials get shit about like stop buying avocado toast. So, um, that was really funny to me. Uh, then um, this this was another tweet from white people Twitter from 416 Bando. This is the tweet. Oh, uh, this Picture this. You're 31. You just married your soulmate and are on your way to your beautiful honeymoon. The plane lands in Bora Bora. As it touches the ground, your wife begins clapping. She's an airplane clapper. You get on a plane right back to America and you never speak again. 
I love that because people who clap on planes when they land don't do that unless you really want to. Okay, here's another one. I loved this. Um, this is a uh, also white people Twitter. I'm sorry I'm doing all of these, but this is from um, uh, this is a quote from David Attenborough from Rogan underscore Brendan, and that's because this guy's name is Brendan Rogan, not because he's a Rogan fan. It, Brendan Rogan says a truly fantastic analogy from David Attenborough and. And as always, so very true emojis of hearts and, you know, uh, fist pound. And this is the quote. If you collect 100 black ants and 100 fire ants and put them in a glass jar, nothing will happen. But if you take the jar, shake it violently and leave it on the table, the ants will start killing each other. Red believes that black is the enemy, white, black, while black believes that red is the enemy. When the real enemy is the person who shook the jar. The same is true in society. Men versus women, black versus white, white faith versus science, young versus old, etc. Before we fight each other, we must ask ourselves who shook the jar. Love that. Um, this is from Science, subreddit Science. This is just a, 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 a report. Spanking has effects on early childhood behavior similar to those of adverse childhood experiences, ACEs, as they're called, adverse childhood experiences, which are commonly known as physical or emotional abuse or neglect, parental mental illness, parental substance abuse, and others. So if you have a parent that was a meth head, it's almost as bad traumatically for a child as if you were spanked by a parent who didn't do meth. So spanking is not the answer. Were you ever spanked? The last time I was spanked, I told my mom, was that supposed to hurt? And she stopped. I was like 13. So I was spanked a little oh. bit, but nothing like horrible. Nothing like... Was that sp- supposed to hurt? What a smart ass thing to oh, say. Sweet. That's what got my... My sister used to do that. Didn't hurt when my parents would spank her and they would spank... Then you would try to make it hurt. Oh, really? Didn't hurt. Yeah, they, uh, she didn't want this. I, I didn't really get spanked. I could always tell my parents like didn't want to do it when they did it. So it was almost like I didn't respect them almost more because of it. Let's move into our final thought. From the subreddit Ask Men, Correct Baseball 9464 asks, how is it that the penis and balls don't get crushed slash squished when walking, sitting down, and having someone else sit in between their legs? I've always wondered this as well. This is a woman asking men. This is why I love Reddit. So can you answer it, Andrew? Yeah, your dick isn't, uh, your balls, they're, 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 they're like putty. They're not like hard all the time. It's like it's soft with it. It doesn't hurt because also your ass is soft. If, yes. it, if it was a blunt force and it was just your bony ass, like just a bone in your ass, that would hurt. Okay. The, the answer is for one, the dick isn't directly between your legs, said loaned purr on, uh, on, which is a good point. It's in the front. So it's not like directly between your legs getting squished all the time by your on oh, thigh gap you, yeah, right no. uh and also you're right when the penis is flashed not only does it take less space it also molds comfortably yeah we could fold it's into like anything a, and then um <laughs> this was a great one from sex uh the subreddit sex i finally found the guts to use a vibrator during sex dot 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 and oh my god dot 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 then you open it the body of it says so i finally found what was missing during sex I found the guts to ask my boyfriend if it were okay for me to use a vibrator. He was during sex for he was all for it. We chose to have sex in doggy since it was the only position that came to mind in which I could hold the vibrator to my clit. Not true. You could uh, lay down on the bed and he could be on the side of the bed standing and you could easily hold it. Um, he said that even he even liked it because he was able to feel the vibrator touch his dick. Overall, I came in probably two minutes. I have never orgasmed that quickly during sex. I want I was want to explore more with using the vibrator during sex. Does anyone have any suggestions on which positions? Okay, so I just gave you one. This I picked because you 
also said that like vibrators make girls come so much faster during sex. Like, why aren't we using them? Are you threatened by that at all? Not at all. Please bring in more robots. I don't give a fuck. I really don't. Loved it. I don't care at all. And doggy is a great way to do it. And you can feel the vibration on, on on your penis. It does help. Yes. And then there's one more for Ask Women, and I'm closing up here. On Ask Women, a woman asks other ladies, okay, ladies, how do you prevent razor burn on your bikini line? I just want to say that a lot of times razor burn does look like herpes. They can become infected, and it's a really, uh, it's an issue that a lot of women don't want guys going down on them because they don't want them to see it. I have had it before where I've been like, that's not herpes, which is never a hot thing to say before a guy goes down on you, even if it's not, you know? (laughs) For me, 10 skin has really worked, but I use Harry's razor. I think using a men's razor is the best way to do it. Make sure uh, you can also use out. Girls have said that they use um, deodorant. This is the one that someone got from. No, I want to share this with you because you might find this interesting. She says, I know this. Yeah, this is from put a bird on it. A user. I know this sounds insane, but deodorant. I clean the area with alcohol after shaving. And yes, it hurts like hell for a second, but it passes quickly. You can also use a thing called tend skin, tend T E N D skin. You can get it on Amazon. It works just as well. Um, She goes, I got this. She goes, then I rub a deodorant. Then I rub a deodorant stick over the shaved area. No more irritation or bumps at all. I got this advice from a stripper. She made an edit to this. Since the ga- this gained bit of a, tra- a bit of traction, I wanted to share my process. First, I exfoliate the area with an exfoliating cloth using my regular body wash. She uses Dove because she has sensitive skin. Next, she uses lather from the body wash and a fresh blade, which I recommend Harry's. I'm not sponsored by them. When I get out of the shower, I pat that dry, dry area and splash alcohol, 70% alcohol on the shaved area. is more effective than 91% at killing pathogens, which is what we are going for. I I bought a spray bottle in the travel product aisle and filled it with alcohol and spray the shaved area. It's easier in my opinion. After the area is nice and dry, I take my deodorant stick and I do a swipe or two over the shaved area, swiping with the grain. I use Dove deodorant against again because it works best for my sensitive skin it is the combo of deodorant and antiperspirant i don't use the same one that i use on my underarms i have a dedicated one that is used only for my uh, bikini line and it's been disinfected with alcohol good luck everybody i hope your bikini areas have a bump and irritation free future if you are a girl that struggles with um irritation down there i'm not anymore i don't know what i do to not have it but i used to have it all the time please use that tip and i hope it helps you and we gotta go um or just have sex in the dark yeah, or just keep, uh, or just blind your partner. Yeah, or fuck a blind guy. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. We will be back tomorrow, as you know. Get your friends into it. Just uh, talk about us on Reddit in the podcast. If you're a subscriber at, uh, to Reddit's uh, uh, sub uh, <laughs> subreddit podcast, because again, people were asking for funny daily <laughs> podcasts, and I searched, and no one said ours. And I'm just like, can we get some room for the Come on, Rogan Brian. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Um, and keep sending in voice memos. Keep sending in, uh, uh, you know, comments, concerns, questions. We love you so much. See you tomorrow. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Yeah. Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated, we're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) 
Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother, Jonah. And we are so excited to have you hear the latest season of our nostalgia-themed podcast, How Did We Get Weird? Not only do you get to know me and my brother, you get to know the stories that made us the absolutely rad people we are today. Check out our episodes where we've welcomed hilarious guests like our friend Andy Samberg. That's it. That's really it. And Queen Casey Wilson. I really went cart before the horse. I said, I think I have an opportunity to interview Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> As a high school student. And you do not want to miss out on our funny segments like Change.Dork. <laughs> Change.Dork. And congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Listen to our podcast, How Did We Get Weird, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Beauty Translated Season 3 is coming soon with, what? A second host? I'm Carmen Laurent, and this season, I am joined full-time by world-renowned Janie Danger. Janie, what are we talking about in season three? We're talking about life, Carmen. Beauty Translate is about the many fragmented lives spreading across this rich tapestry of the trans experience. And the all-new Beauty Translated love line at 678-561-2785. Listen to Beauty Translated Season 3 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Shannon Doherty, host of the new podcast, Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty. So in this podcast, I'm going to be talking about marriage, divorce, my family, my career. I'm also going to be talking a lot about cancer, the ups and the downs, everything that I've learned from it. It's going to be a wild ride. So listen to Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Alec Baldwin. This past season on my podcast, Here's the Thing, I spoke with more actors, musicians, policymakers, and so many other fascinating people, like jazz bassist Christian McBride. Jazz is based on improvisation, but there's very much a form to it. You have a conversation based on that melody and those chord changes. So it's kind of like giving someone a topic and say, okay, talk about this. Listen to the new season of Here's the Thing on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.